Ladies and gentlemen, this is the uh, Mark and JD podcast. Got it right that time. Um, hey, I got a question. No, you no questions allowed. This is a question-free podcast. Let's just jump right into this. I got a question. Are you allowed to do cameos from jail? No. Well, how is Ron Jeremy going to make any money? He's not. That's the point. <laughs> Well, he's got to be. He's got to pay off. He's got to pay something because there's there's no way they're gonna just let him. He's gonna go to jail for that because I'm sure they sued him and everything else. What was it? Twenty counts of sexual assault or something like that. Seven, Seventeen new counts. Oh, okay. So yeah, he's going to jail for a long time, and he better start doing some cameos now because he ain't gonna be doing them for a while. <laughs> He is a giant. He just looks like that creepy old dude that would be like peeping through your windows. I, I mean, he does. I don't know. He's just in the like the news because he's Ron Jeremy. I mean, <laughs> there's nothing really well, else yeah, to obviously. it. I was thinking about it earlier too. I'm like, you know, he is a very well known porn star. Like, you know, he just he's like the most well known male. Who's the most well known female porn star of all time? Yeah, maybe not all time. Like the last maybe thirty years. Well, that's like of all time. Porn's not like porn's been around that long. <laughs> it's been around since the sixties. Jenna Jameson, maybe. Yeah, possibly. Possibly. I'm, yeah, I, I so. I'm not really sure. I, I don't know. No, I would, say, I would say Jenna Jameson is probably a good. That's a good like. So I'm looking for you're looking for that transcendent like name that you would see. You know that you would think you would you would know like if somebody said yeah Jenna Jameson you would know that name you may not know what she's popular for you know the name like Ron Jeremy is that name like you know like if I said Ron Jeremy to Haley she would know the name but she wouldn't know what he was popular for you know what I mean yes would she I want to know I need to know that <laughs> yeah let me ask her she's downstairs watching Run Tree Hill oh God oh uh, so Do- I thought like maybe. Sasha Gray, but she didn't really. She turned and she went into movies. Yeah, those Michael whatever movies. She did that one weird movie with. Uh, she was also on Entourage. Was it the Girlfriend Experience? Yeah, she was also on Entourage, wasn't she? Like for like the last season or so. I thought maybe I'm wrong. It's possible. I didn't want. I really wasn't an Entourage fan. After like the first season, it was kind of just like, let's get. Let's get famous people on this show. That's the only thing we're about here. That's what the whole plot is. Yeah. You know what's trending today? Space Jam for some reason. Oh, it's because people are talking about the how it's one of the top soundtracks of all time. Is it though? Yeah. Um, I believe I can fly. How do you define a movie soundtrack? Like, um, how do you, does it have to be an original song put onto a soundtrack or can it be a compilation how do you define best movie soundtrack well i mean i guess my favorite movie soundtrack is probably grease 2 um, it's not really a soundtrack not, it's a musical sure it is but it's a yeah, musical it's a soundtrack from the musical nah. i really wouldn't count i would that. say spider-man spider-man one is a pretty good soundtrack can you name any other song besides hero from it there's a Taking Back Sunday song. There is a Midtown <laughs> there's, song. There's a like you don't even know the name of the songs though. Uh, I think the Taking Back Sunday song is Photograph, and then there's the Midtown Give It Up songs on there. Uh, I couldn't remember any other ones. There's a Default song on there. I know that. There's a bunch of songs on there, but I, I can tell you the band. I don't even listen to that soundtrack in probably 19 years when that movie came out, roughly. You know, I mean, so Space it's been Jam a was like a, a big, big deal just because. I believe I could fly, which is it is it okay to still like that anymore? I believe I can fly. Uh, I would say probably. But is that that's the only song off the soundtrack though, isn't it? They had the they had no, Steve Miller fly, fly like an eagle. But that right, was a known covered by song. Seal. But covered it was a cover by yeah, Seal. Correct. Um I believe I can fly. We're, Hit him uh, high, I like that song. <laughs> the Monstars uh, anthem. I was a big fan of that. It was also That's the Way I Like It. It was that's the not really, Doctor's feature. But that wasn't really a, a big hit. 
some of no, the other songs were, were released as singles, though. But like, according to what I'm reading here, the best-selling movie soundtrack of all time is The Bodyguard. And most people couldn't say any song but one song from that movie. Yeah, just that one song. Whatever they, I don't even know what that song is anymore. Uh, I, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Come on, it was like a big thing. The Bodyguard, Saturday Night Fever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Saturday Night Fever. That's a, that's a pretty big fucking soundtrack. That yeah, was all, well, like, I mean, that was basically all Bee Gees, though. Yes. Well, why don't they do that anymore? One what? band take over the entire soundtrack. They do. Tron, yeah. uh, Tron Legacy, one of my favorites. I find a way to push it in there all the time. The whole soundtrack's dead by Daft Punk. I can't believe you like that movie. Ugh. I love that movie. Um, Purple Rain, which, I mean, I'm not a big Prince guy. Forrest Gump, Dirty Dancing, Titanic. Yeah, that was a huge fucking song. But like all of these soundtracks are just one song, really, just one song. Like pretty much all of these like top songs, except for the Disney ones that are on the top selling list, are just basically the Lion King for for one song. And it was before like singles, and you could just about download one track. Oh, the Top Gun one on here is n- number nine. Footloose is number eight. Top Gun has two. Top songs. Gun had that. Uh, oh, brother, where art thou? Because it was uh, Mumford and Sons, I guess. No, I mean they weren't on. I it. guess they. It was just like that was like a big deal. I'm talking. Yeah, what's well, yeah, your they... What's your favorite movie soundtrack of all time? Kind of think. Kind of think about that. I don't know. You're putting me. On I spot. had. I, I had the. I can remember the one I really have the most memories of, which was the Wayne's World Two st- soundtrack. <laughs> uh, I don't know why somebody gave it to me as a gift. Honestly, I'd probably say that Spider-Man, the Spider-Man that came out in 2002, that soundtrack was pretty fucking good. Um, it's had a lot of good bands on it. I don't, uh, they, they don't, don't do movie soundtracks like they used to. No, and it, it wasn't technically it was music inspired by the movie. It had a weird Spider-Man theme song sung by Aerosmith. Just kind of weird. Theory of a... Dude, it had a fucking great soundtrack. There's a lot of people on this. Stone Sour, Strokes, The Hives, Theory of a Dead Man, Pete Yorn. Okay, I'm I'm remembering that soundtrack more, but that's not really a soundtrack. That's music from and inspired by the movie Spider-Man. Yeah, a lot of this music was not... The only song that was in there was Hero when it was at the end of the movie. That was it. That was the only movie... That was the only thing in there. Apparently, as a tribute to the film, Weird Al Yankovic's album, Pootie Hat, contains the song Ode to, Ode to a Superhero, in which he takes the plot of the film, but recites it to the tune of Billy Joel's Piano Man. <laughs> Can we hear that, please? That sounds great. But not really, because I hate Weird Al Yankovic. Okay, so Queen did the soundtrack for Flash Gordon. Yes, they did. They also did the soundtrack for Highlander. They just some songs, not the whole... Um, Not the whole song. Well, I know they did Flash Gordon because there's that that Flash song. Right. So when Noah they was, did when Flash, Noah, when Noah yeah, was most younger, of that soundtrack, yes. When Noah was younger, he was like, "Play the Flash song, play the Flash song." I'm like, "Okay, play the Flash, Alexa, play the Flash song." And it'd be, it would just play that song from, from Flash Gordon, which is really weird that it would pick that song up off that. But it was like, it's not a great song. It's not. Um, but it was uh, interesting to hear it because I, I don't think I ever even fucking heard it other than watching that movie. Queen did a few uh, soundtracks, not just them. I mean, did a few songs for soundtracks. And that wasn't the only song they did off Highlander was that one song. They did a few. No, but they did a few, but they did like all of Flash Gordon pretty much. It was Queen. It was, it's a kind of, you know, by the way, uh, ACDC did all of Iron Man 2 soundtrack, apparently. Really? Yes. I did yes, not know it's, that. It's not original. It's just all ACDC song. <laughs> it's like a greatest yeah. hits ACDC. Um, so that that Queen album, it's a, it's called A Kind of Magic. And it was the song Who Wants to Live Forever, which was like the hit that was part of that. Uh, and Princes of the Universe. That's a good song. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much anyway, anything yeah. Queen is good. 
princes. Yeah, it was a great. I don't know, actually that movie. It's not a great movie. It's a it's a good movie, but it's not great. It should be really good, but it's not. Like, why all of a sudden? Like, it was Russell McKay too, because he's made some other shit movies that have not. Great. It's because everything else that came after it was terrible. Oh god, I didn't know there was a movie they made Highlander: The Source, and they were all in it. But it was a TV movie for sci-fi, and I did not know that. So I was looking up stuff because my mom. I went over to my mom and dad's house the other day. Mom was like, "I want to show you something." I'm like, "Okay." So I'm watching. She pulls up an episode of Murder She Wrote. I'm like, "Oh God, why?" So she she pulls she plays it, and of course, the dude who played Highlander in like the TV show was like a bit part on the show. That's so she's why like, she what? wanted to show you. That's why she wanted to show <laughs> me. So she's like showing me this like whatever. So I'm looking on there. I'm like, "What else has he been doing lately?" He was on Arrow the last season, or the season before the last season, for like maybe three episodes or something like that. But he was—he uh, hasn't really done much since Highlander, which I mean, I'm not surprised. That's a weird entity that they just don't know what to do with. Another soundtrack that sticks out in my mind was the Batman Forever soundtrack. I know you love Batman Forever. Oh God! Running like a stab in the eyeballs. <laughs> what was the but song that, off the bat? That was Kiss from a Rose, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, that was a massive soundtrack. That was a massive right, that was, song. That was a massive hit. Uh, massive that was just song. huge, and it had U2 on it, and it had a whole bunch of funky songs on it. But that was a big... That was, again, one major song. It pushes these soundtracks to, like, number one. Hit, that hit number five. That Spider-Man soundtrack hit number one. Did it really? Yeah, on the soundtrack list. It named, hit number four on albums, apparently. Billboard top 100 or 200 or some shit like that that's dude that they played that song forever <laughs> it, you never did you, you could turn on the radio get out of your car go do something come back in your car and be playing again that's how many times they played that fucking song on the radio fucking insanity but i mean i i understand i mean at that point too you kind of needed that song you know i, I understand why that song was so popular it's right after 9-11, all that shit had happened, you know? So I get it. You know, I... Uh, whatever. But it killed them. It killed Nickelback. It made them gajillionaires. But it killed Nickelback. Did it really kill Nickelback? Really? It kind of did. Made me hate them. Made me Why break up with a girl because her favorite band was Nickelback. I don't know if I say that it killed them. I mean... Now they're now they're just a fucking punchline, you know. It's not like they're... I mean I know. I just <laughs> it's just one of those things. Like, did they they play that song all the time? But like Nickelback does gets all the hate. Josie Scott gets none of it. Yeah, he was he was the other singer. It's not like it was just Chad Kroger. He was also on that other song on that soundtrack too, with uh, Stone Sour. I'm pretty sure. Well, no, yeah. uh, Josie Scott's from Saliva, not Stone Sour. No, no, no. But he was on that other song, too. I'm pretty sure. No, Corey Taylor. Corey Taylor, that's what I'm thinking of. Credit as Corey Taylor. I was, I was reading something else yes. when I was looking at it. I, I don't know. Saying. The whole Slipknot thing is kind of weird to me, because I don't think like 40 people. In- <laughs> <laughs> I don't like Slipknot, but I like I've, Stone Sour. I've never been a fan of Slipknot. Really? There's oh, there's one, two, three, four, eight people in the band. I'm not surprised. I'm not eight, a big fan of eight people. How many people do you need in a band? Four. You need four people in a band. Maybe five. Okay. Four should be the limit. You have so bassist, Slipknot, guitarist, Slipknot. drummer, and singer. They also have seven previous members. I, I just, I've never liked Slipknot. It's not, I, it's not my cup of, not my cup. I don't like scream metal or scream rock or whatever the fuck you want to call it. It's not really, it's a heavy metal band, but they scream too fucking much. I can't deal with that. They've sold 30 million fucking records. Holy shit. Well, I, selling records necessarily isn't the biggest proof of like that like that they're good musicians you know how many records has insane clown posse so you know and they're still putting out stuff 
I know. I don't. I don't understand. There's only that two either. of them, by the way. They've sold. This is old, but they had, at one point, 2007, they had sold six million albums. Six. That's a good round number. Five new albums since then. Well, they've been around for 30 years. Yeah. I mean, they've they also been, have they were wrestling. On, yeah. Wrestling. Insane wrestling something. Uh, insane clown wrestling. I think ICW. I don't. Is it insane clown wrestling? I guess. I don't, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> who, who gives a fuck? <laughs> Fucking idiots. That's just. It's like like they've been around so long. But I guess I feel like they should have sold more than seven or eight million copies of of their records. Nickelback has sold fifty million albums. So that's only twenty million more than Slipknot. Is that fifty million in the U.S. or is that fifty million in? No, that's worldwide. Worldwide. It says more than fifty million, but it's, I mean, I'm going to go with fifty million. Sounds good. Who is so? Hey, it's hard to judge now because albums these days they don't sell a whole album really. No, and how do you justify? Like what albums are selling and what aren't, just mainly because, like you said, not many people are buying physical albums anymore. If you're a fucking hipster. You know, you're buying albums to hang on your wall or listen to them on a record player. We'll do. Records are back again. Records are back. Um, just as a here you go. Here's an interesting tidbit because it's not even on. It's not even on this list. So Celine Dion has sold 50 million units. That's a lot. But that's Celine Dion. So, I mean, I, I get that. She has a following. It's just Nickelback selling 50 million records. That's scary, man. Van Halen sold 56 million. Who's that more than that would like be like shameful? Neil Diamond. Journey? Uh, Fucking Journey. Nickelback has sold more records than Journey. I don't see that. My record say my thing says Journey has sold more. Okay. It, well, whatever. I'm, looking, right, I'm at looking at Wikipedia. Business here. Insider. Okay. I don't know. Wikipedia does 70, only stop, they stop at 75 million. By the way, Red Hot Chili Peppers have sold 80 million. That doesn't Foreigner sense. has sold 80 million. Foreigner! <laughs> I couldn't name two <laughs> foreigners off. Ah, foreigner. <laughs> I can't either. See, this one, according to Record Industry, the RIAA, Journey has sold 48 million albums in the U.S., making the ah, 25th best selling band. The worldwide sales have reached. That's just U.S. So the yeah, it's illegal to live in Canada and not own Nickelback albums. I think. Yeah, I think it's on their license. It's got to be one. So this wow, this is a lot of people. This is worldwide sales. There are a lot of people on here that I'm like, oh, really? Ed, Enya has sold <laughs> 75 million albums. She was really popular in the 90s, from what I remember. I think my parents had a couple of her albums. Robbie Williams has sold 75 million. Remember when they tried to get Robbie Williams popular in America? Yeah, that didn't work. I mean, he had a one or two. He had one or two okay songs. Well, like he was huge in the UK, and they're like, "How come he's not popular in the US?" And they're like, "Let's try." Because he sucks. They can't just you can't just force that. I remember they tried forcing it so badly. Austin has sold seventy five million records worldwide. He was part of Take That, which I guess was like the nineties version of One Direction. I guess. I guess. I don't know. Fucking... A lot of those guys are part of like weird bands. Well, it, wait, is One Direction British? I don't even know. I think they are. Is Harry Styles British? I'm not really sure. I don't know pop culture these days like I used to. Uh, I don't. I I can't even get. <sighs> Journey has 75 million worldwide. Yeah, I saw that. Boston, same thing. These are all um, claimed sales, by the way. Claimed. I don't know who they're claimed by, but whatever. Pink. She has a hundred million claimed albums sold. Really? Try to find how many, <laughs> how many albums Taking Back Sunday has sold. It's probably it's not even in the. It's got to be less there. than fifteen million. I would imagine. The kind they're of bands very, you like don't sell very, a lot of albums. Very niche. I wouldn't even call them niche or niche. I would just call them a touring band. Like they make an album to tour with. Yeah, I guess. They don't make an album to sell. Probably make an album for their own fans, I guess. But yeah, no, I, I agree. Who else would be a weird one to look at? Well, you got to think of a band that's been around a long time that could possibly have a few million sold. Like, well, see, Taking Back Sunday only has seven albums in 16 years. So here, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to blow your mind. Blow my mind. I'm going to blow your mind. 
George Strait, country star, has sold 100 million records worldwide. I can buy that. Who overseas is buying country records? The fuck? Like, who worldwide is buying 100 million or whatever? Let's say, it doesn't say how many are from United States, but like, how many people are buying? I would say maybe 50 50, maybe less. But I mean, obviously, more people are buying it here, but who's buying this shit overseas or anywhere else? It's very strange. There are a lot of, I want to say, I don't want to say country, but there are a lot of, uh, Artists that are big in Japan for whatever reason. I'm big in Japan. Oh, well, so here, here's something, too. Like, he has a lot of albums. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. It's like, fuck, he's 35 albums. Holy shit. There's 25 just listed on this. No, there's 30 listed on this page. And that's not including, like, I don't think there's, like, greatest hits on here. By the way, Straight is a cousin of Jeff Bezos. Really? Uh, yeah. My dad loves George Strait. Can't be bothered. Like, I couldn't I name know. a single George Strait song. I, uh, uh, let me see if it says any on here. Let me see if anything. By the way, a he's in a he's in a movie. In his called pure country. Called pure, pure country. Pure country. I remember. A, I remember. It was a parent. box office flop that apparently got a sequel twenty years later. Yeah, he played himself in that one. By the way, the sequel is written by written by Dean Cain. Yes, is is written by Dean Cain. <laughs> Do you know that Dean Cain's real last name is Tanaka? <laughs> is it really? Yeah, it is insane. But it's also directed by. Christopher Kane, who is, his is Dean Kane's father. Yes. Well, not not his biological his stepfather. Stepfather. But also, also in this Pure Country Two, the gift is a uh, Cheech Marin, Bronson Pinchot, <laughs> Bronson Pinchot, <laughs> and the and James Ramar, who I think died recently. No, he's still alive. Yeah, um, the dad, the guy from uh, Dexter, dad, the yes. dad from Dexter. He's been in a lot of things. But it's just like who, like Michael McKean as well. Do these guys do anything for a paycheck? Pretty much, yeah. Cheech Marin, pretty much. Cheech Marin will do anything. He was, he did 19 years on Nash Bridges. He'll do anything for money. I think that show was on. Music. Oh, I almost got really excited because music is by Steve Dorf. His actual name is Stephen Dorf, but it's not the same Stephen Dorf. (laughs) <laughs> it's just it's literally spelled the same way, but he goes by Steve instead of Steven. That would be that would make this movie. Well, hold on. He's oh. the actor. He's the father of Steven Dorf. No, he isn't, is he? Yes, he is. Oh, my God. What has happened? Dude, you know, this is, is going to be called the Wikipedia rabbit hole that we're falling down. Is that really? Oh, my God. He really is. What has Steven Dorf even done recently? He was on. He had a show on Fox. It wasn't terrible, but it got canceled. But I think part of that is because uh, the COVID shit that happened. Star. Star. What? Was it Star? It's called no deputy. No, it's called De- deputy. But he was also on the last season of True Detective, which he was really good on. To be honest with you. That's another thing, like I can't. Like it seemed like an interesting show, but there are so many shows that get canceled too soon, and that just it, it makes me. I don't watch stuff in season one really anymore very infrequently it's so, gonna hit like, season two if like a season two is coming out i'll watch season one are we talking about true detective or deputy deputy true like true detective is is a, a serialized show where every season was supposed to be something different that was which the idea is. which it is right it Sorry. is um, Those kind of shows I can do I can do a one season because it's designed to watch in one season chunks. That first but Fox season, has a history of canceling shows early. We talked about that on one of the other on an old show about we called Fox directly. Do you remember? We like left them messages. I don't remember doing that, but we, it sounds like something we would have done. <laughs> like, stop canceling your shows. I'm canceling all these shows like John Doe, which was one of my favorite shows. 
Um, but yeah, so that was True Detectives a good show. Deputy wasn't bad. It was just like, you know, another procedural fucking cop show. That's fucking weird, man. Dude, we got to play Six Degrees of Stephen Dorff right now. No, thanks. I couldn't do that. <laughs> I, I couldn't do that. Uh, he's written that. I didn't know Stephen Dorff's dad was like a country music writer. It's ridiculous. And Dean Kane's dad was his director, and he Dean Kane wrote it. Oh, what is happening? So confused. Uh, I believe it's called nepotism. Nepotism <laughs> is the word you're looking for. <laughs> you know what I mean? So it's just a really weird, weird. But thing. you don't know. But you know what you don't need to figure out, Jim. Love Instacart. Oh, okay. Yeah. Instacart. It's so easy to use Instacart. Have you <laughs> used Instacart yet? I I have not. You should. I should. I will probably show. I will. I will probably use it. You're right. Um, I, it's been a while since I've ordered food to be delivered other than pizza. So it's, it's usually, and around here, I live in a pretty rural area, so I don't get rural, that many, rural. that many options. Rural area. Uh, that's my New Yorker coming out. But rural? see, even if you live rural. in a rural area, Instacart, you could pick up the groceries. They won't, may, they might not deliver to you, but you could still at least go pick it up from the store. Maybe you want to go pick it up from Aldi. They, my Aldi, my brand new Aldi they just built, they have a whole section just for the Instacart pickup. And you know what I know, too? They, they pick the freshest produce and keep your eggs safe, too. I don't know how they do it. I think they you, it love, you love keeping your eggs fresh. They, you know, I think they wrap them in bubble wrap. I'm pretty sure that's what they do. They might. And, oh. you know, they're pretty good at picking the fresh produce, and they'll leave it at your door if you want. I mean, they have a lot of they gonna bring in, from. They're going to bring it in. I mean, maybe if you tip no. them off. Uh-huh. You can tell them to let Lonely they, housewives. They can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> you can tell them to leave it right outside the door. You don't have to come outside. You don't have to look that really creepy dude in the face. You don't have to remember what you bought because it saves everything for you. Yep, pretty much. You just save the same order again. Yeah. You want to have the same food? You want to live a real boring want, life and order the same want, seven things every week? I want a bag of sour, uh, salt and vinegar potato chips and a 24 case of Bud Light. That's all I want. Uh. You like salt and vinegar Every chips? <laughs> do you really? <laughs> On occasion, not. I'm not. I'm not in love with them. Do not like salt and vinegar chips. Why? What is that? What? How did we get here? <laughs> anyway, they'll go to multiple stores for you, and uh, yeah, they'll, they'll they deliver it for you. You don't even have to have a membership. Shop Sam's Club, Costco. So check it out. Links on our site, markandjd.buzzsprout.com. Click the link. It's on our page. You uh, get your first order, free delivery on your first order over $35, and you help support us. Don't you love us? I love us. I can only support us so much. I have an Instacart account already. I love, I love us. I don't even have one because I, they don't really. I mean, I guess they would deliver here, but it, it really defeat the purpose for me to order from Instacart and then have to go pick it up. I mean, if you're you going to I mean? a couple of different stores, and then if you pick it up on your way home from, from work. What purpose would that defeat? You're right. I, you're right. If you're... I'm you're right. right you're right. Uh, all right. So who else? Who else do you think has sold a shit ton of records? I gotta say, it's that probably really surprised me. I'm trying to think, who would surprise? Who would be a really big? Well, you said Foreigner. That's a pretty big surprise. I didn't think they had sold that many copies. I couldn't even name. Is Foreigner do Foghat? Foghat's no, bad. No. Uh, <laughs> right. I'm sorry. You're right. Foreigner did. <laughs> Cold as ice. Mm-hmm. Which uh, there was a rap song that they they sampled that from, and they just made it very very like high pitched. Cold as ice. It was ridiculous. From like the early the late nineties, I want to say. Oh, uh, their biggest hit single is actually "I Want to Know What Love Is." Oh yeah, that that is a pretty big fucking song. I'm not a big. I didn't even know it was foreigner. <laughs> I don't know either. That is a pretty big fucking song though. What other songs they have? Oh God! Mick they sold that many oh, records. Mick Jones. They only have nine albums. Well, they're a British American rock band, so I think you have like they probably have a really strong following. And in... wait, did they do Jukebox Hero? Yes, that's a huge fucking song. Okay, I no, think the no, problem I'll... is is that you don't really know what hits they have, but they have hits. Yeah. 
So, I mean, so in the 70s, which when they came out, people bought albums a lot. So they had a lot of albums in the 70s. So I'm assuming that's kind of part of this, like from 70, like 76, 77, the debut album. Like I could tell you, my dad went out and bought Boston's album the day he came out in 1976. Well, you had to buy the whole album. Yeah, you didn't have a choice. You had to listen to the whole album. So what I'm I'm asking, though, what I'm saying is like, you don't know where the numbers kind of trailed off because you, I mean, I guess you could tell if you look back far enough. I don't want to do that much research. (laughs) <laughs> but I mean, if you look at this, you could say, you know, when did when did the internet? When did Napster start? You know, ninety in late the mid nineties. The, the the album boom ended. I want to say like two thousand two or three. Remember, there was like all those bands competing to sell the most albums in the first week. Yeah, I mean, I would say even earlier than that, to be honest with you, because if you but could that, download, you could download right. single albums on Napster or anything else you had. You know, so when they stopped making it albums and they started making it singles, yeah, that was iTunes for the most part, selling them for a buck ninety nine. Also, you could buy like sing- CD singles. That was the thing. You can really buy cassette singles, but CD singles. I still have like a late, somewhere. like late nineties is well, when the remember, singles started being a thing. Do you remember when like you'd buy an album and it came with a single from another band that you might like because of that album? No. I never heard of it. I had bought a Incubus album like oh, God, probably 20 years ago. And on the album, like stuck to the album, was this single from Hoobastank, Crawling in the Dark. Like, this is it's a new good, band you it's might. It's a good song. It's a good song. It's a new <laughs> band you might like. I'm like, yeah, this is pretty Can you imagine if they song. did that with movies? Here's a movie you might like. <laughs> like I'd be like, I'd be all in. It'd be pretty sweet. I'd be like, it's like a movie trailer for your music. Um, I guess it kind of is. Here's a music yeah. trailer. <laughs> Here's a music trailer for your music. Uh, I remember stopping buying albums because they got so expensive. Well, yeah, like uh, now they're not as bad, I don't think, but I couldn't even justify I think a whole album justify, is like 10 bucks. Yeah, I can't justify Ish. buying an album anymore. You know, mm-hmm. like there every once in a while you walk past like that $5 bin at Walmart, you'll see like, holy shit, it's like Dire Straits Greatest Hits. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to buy that. And then I, I'm like, shit, I'm not going to buy this. I don't have anything to play it on anymore. Well, also, like I, I could just play the whole thing on Spotify. Yeah, exactly. So it doesn't really pay to buy an album anymore. I, I can't justify spending, you know, 12 bucks to buy a Taking Back Sunday album or a Bayside album, which, you know, happen to be my two favorite bands. But I can't justify doing it anymore. It's because, the first of all, I don't have anything to listen to it on. And it's just a waste of money. It's going to sit on a fucking shelf. I, I barely buy DVDs anymore because of that reason. When you can watch anything you want on 15 different streaming services, you know. So what's the point? Right, you know, I, I just pay the ten bucks a month for Spotify. Exactly, I don't even. I've do been that paying anymore. ten bucks a month for Spotify for six or seven years now. It adds up. Oh, after I, I wouldn't, yeah. I wouldn't be buying albums. So the music industry is getting money from me. But I remember it was the Wiz used to have the best album sales. It was like yeah. twelve ninety nine or whatever. It was cheap, and then they started inching higher and higher and higher. Twenty dollars is too much. Like twenty dollars is too much for an album. I felt like. Well, I mean, I remember buying all the Metallica albums when they came out. Like I remember buying. I remember. Well, I remember getting S and M for like Christmas, and I remember getting like some of the the other ones, you know, in those stores, like Sam Goody and shit like that. Or uh, oh, Sam Goody was a fucking ripoff. Holy yeah. Shit. What, what, what was the one that was outside the mall? The Wiz. Was that the Wiz? Yes. What was the one that it was inside the mall upstairs for a long it time? It moved. It moved. Okay, all right. That's what I'm thinking of. But yeah, so I remember going in there and buying like a bunch of random there was, shit. There was also Suncoast. Did they sell or Fye? The Wall. Remember the, the wall, wall? Wall. Yeah, I bought uh, a bunch of albums at the Wall. But uh, Tower Records. Tower Records. That's the that's the most famous. That's the one everybody knows. Have you ever watched that documentary that Tom Hanks' son did about no. Tower Records? I, I never not. got. I never got the chance. I don't even know where to find it. To be honest with you, I wanted to watch it though. I just remember it getting so expensive and being like, "I can buy a DVD of a movie that costs millions and millions of dollars, you know, for mm-hmm. fifteen bucks. Why would I spend twenty dollars on an album when I might only like two songs?" Yeah, I think a lot of people made that mistake, especially in the nineties. Yeah, I made a mistake. I bought a couple CDs. I was like, this is going to be great. It was like, this sucks. 
Well, I remember I remember I bought that semi-sonic album. But I actually really liked the album though. I mean I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> but I, you know, it's not like I ever listened to it. If I hear closing time on the radio, you know, I'll sing to it. I had the remember Fastball? Yeah. The way ha- it's a great right. song. The right. album, but the album sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the album. I was like, this album sucks. My dad, I, we actually bought that album for my dad because he liked that song. Like when we were kids, and he, he was like, "All right, put it on." And we're like, "All right, goes to the next song. All right, take it out." Yeah, it sucks. <laughs> it was it terrible. Sucks. It's a terrible album. They, they right. No after, you 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 do that a couple times, and you're like, "I ain't buying albums no more because chances are it's gonna suck." I think that's what happened. Yeah, I they, think that's uh, what what led to a, the massive decline of that was just. So much emphasis was put on a couple tracks, and then it was, it felt like filler. So why buy yeah. a whole album when you can buy the one good song on it? I'm trying to think what the last, I mean, obviously, I'm not taking back Sun Defend. And that, that, those albums are all complete for me for the most part. There's a few songs that I probably don't listen to overall, all the way, all the time. But, I mean, I can't think of the last complete album I just bought, you know? I, I can't you, that you bought or well, no, like, that you just you were, listened to. No, the, yeah, I mean, lately that I would that I couldn't I tell you the last bought. album that I bought. Like I would, I wouldn't even, I can't even tell you either. I, I cannot even remotely tell you the last CD I bought. Period. Um, but I'm saying just in general, like buying an album sight unseen, you know, not knowing what the other songs are, just for one song, and then you listen to it and it sucks. You know, like you said, but I can't think of the last album. Other than like maybe a Metallica album, which you know you can get through most of them, but like you know not Stain Anger or Stanger, that was not a great album. You know you you take the you take it on the chin when you buy it when you had to buy them for just one song you took it on the chin. You know those album sales meant they can make another album at some point. You're hoping for the best, but I mean I have a whole fucking book full of fucking CDs, dude that I have never. Fucking, I I haven't listened to any of these fucking CDs in fucking forever. Hey, you know what's really funny? You know what's really funny? I can't tell with that. <laughs> Why do you still have it? I guess I took it from my dad. I don't know. I have a lot of CDs I never listened to. Dude, I have Jay-Z albums in here that I, I don't even can tell you why I bought or why I have. Those are the Arsons. Those are pretty good albums. Do you actually. remember the... I want to say... Remember the six get six CDs for the price of one. Oh yeah, the BMG music. BMG, BMG that's what it was. Yeah, um, yeah I remember doing Do that. Remember? And they, they kept selling, sending you bills. <laughs> I did it, and like, if you were under eighteen, they they couldn't legally charge you. Mm-mm. They didn't care. They didn't how, care. So my dad, they had that with comic books too. I don't know if you remember that. I don't remember that. They had. A, I had could, they, they did a. They oh, Disney still has the Disney Movie Club, by the way. Yeah. Uh, though they had it with comic books too, where you could check off like ten comic books you wanted, and you got them for like the price of one. And then they would keep sending you shit like all the time that you had to do more. I'm like, nah, I don't want to do any more of this. But the the CD that BMG thing is how I got ACDC's Back in Black because my dad's like, I'm like, Dad, can we do this? Dad, can we do this? He's like, Yeah, you and your brother can each pick out a CD. My brother probably picked out some random. Oh man, I don't remember all the CDs that I picked. But the one I remember the biggest mistake was I bought a Funk Master Flex. <laughs> why would you buy a Funk Master? I, I mean, CD? I didn't buy it. It was just no, one mean. of the six. Uh, why? I don't know. I, was, I guess I was trying to force myself into liking rap. I think we all did that for a little while. It's the white, great white hope. Um, hey, which man, is ridiculous. If you didn't wear Boss jeans, you weren't cool. I had wore Janko jeans. So did I. I, I skirted both sides of that. I was like, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be a wigger. That was a big a thing. Pop. I remember seeing those things in every magazine. Mm-hmm. They have to have been making money. I wonder what happened to BMG Music or BMG, the CD scam. It's gotta the be. En- it, by the way, it ended in 2009. Really? Yes. Columbia House deals, where you get 12 CDs for the price of one, which in the end cost 376 for C for CZ for a CD. Columbia House uh, still does DVDs, maybe? Uh, free CDs from BMG Service. 
I'm not going to click on random links. That's the last <laughs> thing I need. <laughs> okay, oh, so God. yes, yep. you can still, by the way, you can still do Columbia has DVD service. Really? You can, yes, get your first two DVDs for only nine ninety five each. It's not a deal. Like, what DVDs are they? Like, brand new stuff. Oh, really? Like, you can buy King of Staten Island. You can get seasons of shows. Chicago Med Season 3. Ooh. Chicago Fire Season 6. <laughs> they they count as your $9.95, $9.95 sorry, DVD. Ooh, it's $9.95, $9.99. I'm in. I five cents. Make or break. Four cents, really. But yeah. But I don't know. What do you, do you have to buy more? You probably have to buy, you probably have to like agree to buy a bunch more. Well, yeah, let's see. So let's say we want to buy. Oh my God, there's another sniper movie. Let's buy that. <laughs> <laughs> sniper Assassin's End on Blu ray. You can get a Blu ray. Oh, here we go. How it works. There's no obligation to buy, and you can cancel your membership anytime by calling blah, blah, blah. Read our terms and conditions and learn more about your membership. Free shipping is eligible on orders. Of two or more DVDs with a total cart balance of thirty-five dollars. But so there's no. Do you even have to continue it? How does it work? I don't know. I bet you the shipping is probably like thirty-four dollars. You can get two introductory DVDs. Let's see. Uh, this is kind of ridiculous, but okay. Let's see. Chicago <laughs> Med and Chicago Fire. Okay. Let's. Uh, oh, it's not available for enrollment orders. Oh. So that's how they get you. They, there's all these things here, but you can't pick them. <laughs> what you can, what you can pick is stuff that you don't want. Like say, I want us, which is not really that good of a movie. Not available for enrollment. What's available for an enrollment order? It doesn't even tell you. I've tried clicking 15 things and not one thing has been available. I just clicked on. Spider-Man into the Spider-Verse. I put add to box and it added to box. What would you pick? Into the spider verse. But we'll let it pick for me. Well, you got to take the DVD. Oh, is that what I it just is? Added, I just added two. Yeah, it says two DVDs for nine ninety nine. Well, who wants DVDs? Why does Nobody. it? Why won't it let me just do Blu-ray? Here we go. Now it'll let me pick. Because they're something. more expensive. They're twenty two ninety five. Okay, but you can pick somewhat newer things. This is weird. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting scammed and I'm not even doing it. <laughs> it just feels like it just feels like I get Jarhead feel- seven, whatever copy this is. You know, Cole Hauser's in that movie. He's the lead character. Oh God. No obligation to buy cancel anytime. Why would you ever want to do this? What's the point of this? <laughs> there is none. Do you know Nisi Nash was a is a lesbian? I did not know that. I'd segue there. Well, I'm I'm, on, I'm looking at Twitter. What's the point? They they don't lock you in. Like, do they automatically send you stuff if you don't want it? Maybe I don't. That seems like a sketchy thing to get involved in. Should buy stock in that company. It's probably a pyramid scheme. Kind of like the Mets. <laughs> We're talking about Columbia House, Jim. Oh, you know what we didn't Columbia do today? House. We didn't talk about Chadwick Boseman. Damn it. We forgot all about him. We didn't forget about him, but we just we started talking about other stuff. Dude, that's uh that my my son obviously watched I know your your son doesn't really watch this stuff. I know we're talking not. so we're talking about movies generally. So I'm just gonna bring it up because it, it popped it popped up on my feed. So so we have to kind of tell him, like, yeah, you know, the Black Panthers, he he passed away, buddy. He's like, No, he didn't. <laughs> I'm like, shit. This is gonna be a hard one to like explain to him when he's like six or seven or whatever that he passed away. Who's going to replace uh, him? Hopefully nobody. I wouldn't, I, I would just not do anymore. I mean, I, he played, the, he played the role pretty damn good and you're just going to replace him. He's not Don Cheadle and, you know, Terrence Howard, you know, he was a main character for a movie franchise, but aren't they making a second one? They they were I guess but I don't I don't know if they're going to do it anymore. I, the first one made so much money. I don't know. I don't know. I, it's, just, it's really sad. I'm shocked he was able to do what he did. All those With movies, and right. all, all those movies, 
He was fucking jacked, man. He was. All those was. movies that he did while suffering from at least stage three colon cancer. Yeah, it's fucking crazy. It's a really sad thing. Yeah, now they have it. So on, um, like, I guess some Wikipedia pages, they have starring, you know, to be announced as Black Panther. So I guess they're moving forward with it, which supposed it was supposed to come out next year. Yeah, well, it's actually pushed back till May 2022. But I mean, it's like one of those things. Like, how do you? All right, next year's 2022, and not 2022. <laughs> <It's> so bad. <laughs> I don't even know what year it is anymore. 2020 has sucked a lot. Yeah. I mean, Cliff Robinson died. Um, that's pretty shitty. I just remember watching him play. Just generally, I mean, I'm not saying I was a huge Cliff, Cliff Robinson fan, but he was. You know, a good basketball player. You know, it's just shitty that people are just fucking dying this year. Yeah. I mean, they die every year, but it's just now exacerbated by what's going on. I, I don't know. You I know? mean, you know, Disney's going to want to make another one. Yeah. And I they, mean, they, just... they've shown no hesitation in recasting people for other reasons. Like the Hulk, how many Hulks have there? There's been multiple Hulks, but at least two. The, in the more in the actual MCU universe. Yeah, but that I mean, can you I know we talked about this before about how the Hulk and Incredible Hulk were not kind of they kind of are part of the MCU universe, but they're not, I guess, in a way. So I mean they obviously Mark Ruffalo is the Hulk now for these movies. But I mean the people that they replaced, they're not dead. They didn't just die of fucking colon cancer. I mean, you have to have some grace with that. You can't just be like, yeah, we're going to just make it. Here's the new Black Panther. You know, it's kind of it's kind of shitty. Well, it definitely has to. They, it, the MCU movies feed into each other, no matter yeah. how insignificant it may or may not be. True. So if not Black Panther, what do they what do you want them to replace it with? Black Panther, you mean replace Black Panther, too? Just right. Just. Black Panther 2 doesn't exist anymore, but they still need another movie to uh, to push forward the universe towards the next big event movie. That depends on what they want to go. Obviously, they want... So was Black Panther going to be an integral part of that universe movie, or was he going to be a bit player like he was? Well, he, I mean, he was. Like, he wasn't really a bit player. He <clears throat> was a pretty big deal. He was a big part of Civil War, but was he a big part of Avengers? I mean, as far as the story goes? Dude, the endgame takes the fight is in I know but I'm saying like was he he wasn't really in the movie until the end of that movie anyway but no I get I get your point I mean I think they're banking on Black Widow's sister and being a part of the Marvel Universe the chick from uh, that page movie you know what pissed me off about that page movie is they didn't talk about her getting ass raped by Xavier Woods the look on your face. <laughs> it wasn't rape. It wasn't rape. This is not a Me Too movement. He, they had consensual butt sex. Okay. What we, uh, I'm just saying, if you had to pick something to replace it, what would like the Marvel doesn't have any of the black superheroes really? Blade, Luke they Cage. Are, they are making Blade. They already tried Luke Cage. I mean, it was a good probably, show. Season it was one a good show. Least. Season one was good. Season two kind of went off the deep end for me. I mean, there's really, you could do a Moon Knight show, but that's not going to really tie in too much for that. I mean, you could do, I don't know, there's really not much left. They did everything. Are they doing a She-Hulk movie? Yes. Or a show? Yeah. I think it's a show. I don't think it's a movie. Because she's, I think they, they want, I think what the casting thing said was they want an Allison Brie type. I'm like, why don't you just hire Allison Brie? What the fuck is wrong with you guys? I think uh, they were doing a show. I think you're right. I think it was Disney Plus. I think we're doing. I'm show. just trying to think what else is popular enough in the Marvel universe to fill in there. Like, remember when they announced Shang Chi was like a big deal because everybody was like, "What the hell is that?" Nobody knows. Just make another fucking Daredevil movie. Have him be in it. It'd be it'd be awesome. You know, I mean, would you would you cast a new Daredevil or would you keep the same guy whose name I can't remember right now? Charlie uh, Charlie Cox. But uh, yeah, Thank I would you. keep him. I think he was phenomenal in that role. You know, I'll keep him in that. You know, everybody else wants to keep him in it. I don't know why Marvel's so hesitant. It was still under the Marvel, you know, banner. So, I don't 
could the Fantastic Four work? Yeah, absolutely. But then you take the risk of like fucking that up again. If unless if, they... you, if you replace Panther with Fantastic Four, you could build to Doom as the big bad of as everything. the big big bad and do uh, what's the also, Secret also, Wars? You could also do a big. You could also do Galactus, which actual Galactus, not a fucking cloud voiced by Lawrence Fishburne or whatever, <laughs> whatever the fucker was. Um. You know, you do Silver Surfer the right way. Even though I like Silver Surfer from that second Fantastic Four movie, it wasn't he wasn't terrible. The rest of the movie sucked. But I mean, I mean, they the could they could just change it and build it to to Doom and Doom World or uh, Secret Wars, whatever it was. Hey. Where like everybody like he took control after the multiverse. Yeah, and everything it. like changed. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I, I can see that. There's a lot of but stuff they, they could do. That Actually, would be my back, that would be my we, vote. Bring back the fucking X-Men. No, like, do it your own way. We just way. talked about that. We need to pause on the X-Men. They need to do something with... They're doing New Mutants. Uh, uh, well, I mean, I heard it sucks. I'm not surprised. They, I think they rushed it a little bit. I don't know why they're still releasing it. It doesn't even look good. But they're doing that. But they need to do something where... Pick someone from that universe and make a fucking movie around them. And build a character up. And build around them. You know, build from the X Men universe. Yeah, like I understand they did Wolverine. I get that. So build, take a couple of characters from that universe that aren't more known than anybody else. I'm not saying Cyclops or any of those main guys, but build a smaller universe. They already they did it pretty well with X Men First Class, but they fucked it up with all those other movies. Every other movie they made after that was Days of Future Past was okay, but it's so convoluted. No, the Days of Future like, Past is good. You it's just, just very, haven't seen all the other X Men. Yeah, it's fucking like makes your head want to explode after a while. That scene where he's time in a bottle with uh, what's his name? Can't remember the dude's name. We played Quicksilver in that movie. Oh, um, he's in all the American Horror Story things. Yeah, Evan, I, Evan, something. I, Evan, yeah, Evan. I don't know, but yeah. Anyway, he's running <laughs> around. There. It's a uh, time in a bottle by Jim Croce, and I'm like, dude, this is a great song. That was uh. Mine and Haley's first date, by the way. Oh. I took her to see that. Yeah, full circle. All right, that's it. I'm done. (laughs) We're done. Cancel it. We're done here. Cancel it. We're over. Uh, You know, what other... I don't have a great answer for you. I really don't. I wish I did, but I just mean, like, they... They did Guardians of the Galaxy, and they did it really well. So, I mean, maybe push heavily on those guys instead of doing other things. Build it more around them. Because you have such a great, interesting enough in X Men that you could really make a whole movie about. That's Gambit. what I'm having trouble. They've tried. Well, I know, but I mean, Gambit, Gambit, you could do a movie with Gambit and Rogue, and just kind of build it that way. But Gambit had an interesting like story. There was a really good comic book, maybe ten years ago, about Gambit that showed like, his origin, where he was a thief and all this stuff, and it was really good. He still had the powers and everything else, but I mean, it was a, it was a really interesting like take on the character. And I was like, that, this would make a really good fucking TV show or movie or something, you know, if they did it. We are jumping the nerd shark today, brother. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we didn't I even talk about with that. We didn't even talk didn't... about Justice League today. No, and I did watch Batman vs. Superman and Justice League. Thumbs down on Batman vs. Superman. Thumbs up on Justice League? Or are they like, like sideways, sideways like stuff? The Justice League's okay. <laughs> I mean, it's not it's not terrible. It's definitely better than Batman vs. Superman. Because it has you. some levity to it. Yeah, I told you. Justice League was a better movie. It has some levity to it. It doesn't take it so seriously. Who do you think that was? You. It was all you. JD. No, no. no JD presents you... Justice League. Who Who made that not as dark and heavy, though? I mean, Josh Whedon. Also, I, every time I saw a Cyborg, I wanted to hit him in the face. <laughs> yeah, he's a douchebag. I just uh, terrible. I mean, don't forget too. You know, we're talking about Marvel Universe. You have Doctor Strange, and who knows how that second movie is going to pan out? Because they're talking about bringing in Spider Man into that shit and everything else, and making that a whole multiverse kind of thing. So who knows how that's going to play out? Um. So I mean, no, you, I get. I guess it. I guess you're right. I don't know. It just there just seems to be so much. I mean, that really it sucks that he died. It really does. 
because he was a good actor. He was in a lot of good. He was in a, a lot of movies, and he was on the up and up. And then just and then like just suddenly come out of nowhere like that. Like that's a real, I gut you know punch something I remember seeing, maybe two or three months ago. Something about him. They said he looked really thin. Somewhere, people, yeah, he yeah. shared a picture or a video. He looked yeah. awful, and people joked with, "Oh, the Black Panther's turning into the Crack Panther now." And he does, and I, and I hope people <laughs> feel really bad about that. I just like, yeah, I was like, I didn't think anything of it at the time. Like, I, I thought maybe he's sick or something like that. And I was like, man, I hope not. And it'll be shitty. But then this happens. I'm like, holy shit! And he didn't tell anybody because he didn't want anybody to like think anything. He just wanted to do his job. And that was it, which I really, really respect, you know, for that. He did a lot of stuff while he was sick. He did that Spike Lee movie. That's apparently really fucking good, by the way, even though I just can't get over the stupid name of it. The five bloods or whatever. Five bloods. Why does he have to name everything? So fucking stupid. So annoying. Um, Do that all the time. What was this first movie? Do the right thing or all the right moves. No, that's the, all the right movies that Tom Cruise movie. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> With Rebecca, where he bangs Rebecca De Mornay. Oh, <laughs> come on. Now. She Oh, she's got to have it. That's what it was. She's got No, it was do the right thing. But it was like the with T-H-A instead of T-H-E or whatever. No, what, what, did, it, what did I say it was? It was Tom Cruise. All the right moves? Yeah. All the right moves. <laughs> <laughs> Probably would have better been a movie if it was Spike Lee. Um no, I, I just, it's hard to wrap your head around it. You know, I just, I feel really bad for his family. I mean, I don't know. He he left a legacy behind. He left a character, he left a lot of characters behind. He played Jackie fucking Robinson, man. And that was a really good fucking movie. Died on Jackie Robinson Day. I know. baseball. Which is, which is weird. But yeah, you know. I, they could do a lot of things. I mean, I don't know what they're planning on doing. I'm sure this changes the landscape of whatever they're trying to do. But, you know, I am wearing my Atlanta Braves Captain America shirt today, even though Captain America is dead. Oh, man, bring- he's an episode of Fringe. Is he? And season four. Yeah. Hmm. Had no, no idea. I haven't gotten to it. I don't remember that. I've watched all those. I don't remember that shit. But you wouldn't uh, remember it because it was before he was famous. There's a lot of people. If you go back and watch, which I've been doing. There's a lot of people who did like one-offs on Fringe. Really? It's just yeah. random. That's just random. It just it was like a stepping stone. Well, yeah. Plus, I mean, it had who's the the writer for Fringe? J.J. Abrams. Yeah. So he's done a lot of shit. Right now in movies and everything else too. So he probably put in a word for somebody somewhere, and you know whatever. I know he hasn't done anything with Marvel. But still, he's done Star Wars. Now he works for Disney, like all the shit, you know, which I was watching. I was reading something about the Star Wars, the new Star Wars trilogy or whatever you want to call it, and how a lot of people are really pissed off. I mean, they were. Did you ever watch all of them? Have you seen all of them? I haven't seen the ninth one yet. I don't know. I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know. Star Wars. But I think I think honestly what the the route they're going to go with is Doctor Strange is going to be their new whatever. Cause he's such a good actor already. Like they don't really have to build up that character. Cause he's already got, you know, a whole thing behind him. Yeah. He's got a whole story thing that he can get. Yeah. Behind. Bring everything together. Pump, um, pump, pumpernickel Hindersnatch. Yeah. That's his name. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you have, I, I haven't seen black widow yet, but I'm kind of intrigued to see it, see how they build up that other character. I'm are they inter- going to release it anytime soon? Or are they waiting to see how Mulan does? Did you hear anything about Mulan? Because I, what I heard was that it's, I don't think it's done that well. But, uh, so, I mean, you have to rely heavily on Spider-Man now, too. And now they're going to have to fork over some money to Sony once that deal's over again. The deal doesn't end. Ever? No, that's why they keep pumping out movies. Oh, okay. Until, Sony. until I think it's like they have to go. That's why they pushed out Amazing Spider-Man, and like the deal was going to end unless they push something out. Oh, okay. I just, you know, they have to. I mean, maybe they could do something with Venom and cross it over eventually. Well, they they know. were going to do that Silver Sable Black Cat movie. 
Yeah. Which end up splitting into two different things. But I just don't think that they're popular enough to get their own movie. Maybe if you introduce them first. But you can't do a movie about them before you do an introduction to them at some point. Bush Sable could probably do it. I just don't say what storyline would you have for that? Like, what the fuck? Which one? Silver Sable or? Bloodcast is the thief, but I mean, like Silver Sable, what would you possibly have going Black on? Black Cat that? is Catwoman, the Marvel version. A more more kid-friendly version. She doesn't have any superpowers. She's just a Neither fucking... Catwoman. Yes, she does. She got eaten by cats and turned and into that... Catwoman. That's only in Batman Returns. <laughs> <laughs> Otherwise, she's just a cat burglar. Fucking stupid movie. Stupid fucking movie. Makes no sense. <laughs> fucking pisses me off every time. She laid in a vat of milk and got licked by cats. Now she's Catwoman. She has the powers of cats. Fuck That's what stupid. they thought. That's what they thought in the early late 80s, early 90s. Did, remember the James Cameron Spider-Man thing? Yeah, fucking retarded. Stim, Tim Burton is a fucking asshole. Just going to say it. I really do not like anything he does. I think the last movie of his that I actually like was Big Fish. I think it was the last movie. one. That was a good movie. This is the last movie I liked of his, to be completely honest with you. So the James Cameron script had uh, Electro, not the actual Electro, as the villain, and the Sandman, uh, not as Flint Marco. And the, the story climaxed on the, the battle atop the World Trade Center. Poor, and poor choice. Had heavy profanity and also had Spider Man and Mary Jane having sex on the Brooklyn Bridge. Yeah. So what I heard was that he was finding his sexuality. <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck is wrong with you people? Like, James Cameron wanted to make Terminator Spider Man style, I guess. I don't understand why they wanted to change so much of the history of these characters when they're just, it, it's all written for you. You just have to write it for the screen. Why do you like change they, it so much? Like we we talked about this, like how Raimi changed some of the bits and pieces of Spider-Man to make it more science fiction-ish. You know, the webs coming out of the arms, not web shooters. I I prefer, you know, OG Spider-Man where he has web shooters and all that shit. You know, I like the Raimi version, obviously I do, but I mean, it's more feasible. How feasible is it? Like a fucking. 17-year-old kid came up with web shooters that can fly right. around New York City, you know? I get it. I get why he did that. But, you know, you're not you're staying partially true to that. But now he has fucking weird things on his arms that he has to cover up. I get it. And, and also, Justice, Justice League makes a joke about it, by the way. I don't know if about. you caught that in there where they talk about, oh, it's better than wind-up penguins. <laughs> I got uh, the Batman Returns joke. <sighs> Batman Returns is just a fucking joke. And Jeremy Irons, literally, who plays Alfred, does nothing. Well, we're going to talk about this next week. Yeah, we'll talk about Justice League next week. Maybe I'll watch. We'll do a half, half Once Upon a Time in Hollywood and half Justice League. I'll have to rewatch Justice League, I think. It's on HBO Max. I know, I saw it. Um, We were watching Power Rangers, a turbo movie, or whatever the fuck it's called. Why would you do that to yourself? My kid wanted to watch it. (laughs) I I don't know. I don't know. I'm at a loss for Marvel right now because that's that's a big loss for them. That's a big loss for everybody. Honestly. Yeah, it is. You know what a what yeah. a bummer way to end this week's show. I know, really bummer. We're just gonna name this. We're gonna we're gonna dedicate this episode to Chadwick Boseman. No, we're not gonna do that. <laughs> I not that I don't respect him or appreciate him. It's just that I'm not gonna do that bullshit <laughs> dedication here. You know, it's not like we're gonna have a picture of us doing like the Wakanda salute. You know. Wakanda forever. Oh, no, I'll do like the whatever. The Undisputed Era. <sighs> yeah, I don't yeah. know. But anyway, uh, you can check us out on social media. They really did bum out the last part of that episode. I don't know. No answers. <laughs> Mark and JD on pretty much everything. Mark and JD podcast at gmail.com. If you have any questions or you want us to talk about something, we'll talk about it. Mark yep. and JD on Facebook. Everywhere else, check us out on Discord. If you want a link, it's on our Facebook page. Facebook is where we're most active, of course. I did actually get the Mark and GD Twitter back up and running, so oh. we'll be a little more active on there now. Um, other than that, 
anywhere else. You can listen. You can find us wherever podcasts are released. I listen. Yeah, to I just wanted Fox. to say wherever podcasts are sold. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> all right. I guess that's a great way to end it. Just talking about dead people. Whatever. We talk about dead people a lot. We do. Because people die, Mark. People die.